Welcome to the podcast. This week, we have a very special programming going on. We're having super launch week. I have three fantastic guests this week. So there will be a podcast drop today, a Tuesday, tomorrow, Wednesday, and then again on Thursday. Today's podcast is with Joe Colburn, all about our immune system. And on Wednesday, it'll be with Stacey Tiggs talking about anxiety. And on Thursday, we are talking about the emotions and how we can deal with them uh, with my beautiful, beautiful friend, Jen Weir. So I hope you join us for all three episodes. They are absolutely fantastic with three fantastic women um, that I am so honored and privileged to have uh, as friends and willing to come on the podcast with me this week. So today's episode is with Joe, and Joe comes to us from New York State. Um, I had a wonderful conversation with Joe. We have so much in common, of course, um, but we she delivered this fantastic presentation for us all about the immune system. So if you are listening to this podcast on the podcast app of your choice, whichever that might be, um, you may want to tune in to the video version of it so you can see Joe's slides or check out my blog. You can do so by going to yvonneking.ca and then hit the podcast icon on the front page. That'll take you to the podcast page with all of the show notes and links to all of those things, as well as the links to our, our guests' um, websites and so social media outlets and ways to keep connected with them as well. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Again, it's all with Joe Coburn, and we are talking about the immune system. Uh, one of the things that really struck me in our conversation um, with Joe was that fear turns off our immune system. And so that is the whole point of the three episodes of this week is that 2020 has been a very interesting year to say the least, right? And we're having this massive debate over masks and other things, but nobody is really talking about the immune system and how we can do our best to just keep ourselves healthy, just like we do every year. We're now going into the fall of 2020. Well, what happens in the fall of every year when the kids go back to school, they bring home all these fun things to the family and everybody has this little bit of spell, right? For a little while where, where um, colds and coughs and flus and stuff go rampant through our households and through our schools and communities and churches and all those things. Well, this is no different, right? Not getting it wrong, um, the COVID-19 um, virus is different, yes, but we still do the same things that we always have known uh, will help us to keep our immune system and, and our bodies just as strong as possible. The stronger our bodies are, the more likelihood that whenever we come in contact with anything, whatever it might be, our body will have the ability to fight that off like it's supposed to create an antibody response to things um, and remove them and remove the threat from our body. So Joe has a great um, episode for you today. I'm so honored and pleasure that you are with us. So stay tuned for our episode with Joe Coburn. Have a great day, everybody.
just a reminder that the information on the podcast is just that it's for your information. It is not intended to replace advice from your medical team. I hope that we inspire you, however, to be your own health advocate, to do your own research, talk to your medical team, and find out what is best for you. This episode of the podcast has been brought to you by your unique fuel system. Clean your gut, energize your health, and fuel your passions. Find the foods that are causing your illness and which ones will fuel your success. Good food is not good for you if that's what is causing your health issues. For more information about the program, go to yvonneking.ca and book a free discovery call with me. And let's see if the program is good for you. Our next program starts on October 13th. If you are watching this on the replay, you can go to the website and send me a message and I will let you know when the next program starts. Yeah, well, that's good. I live in a tiny little town too, so <laughs> nobody's going to know where I live either. But we're so honored to have you today to talk to us about our immune system and how we can keep it strong and keep our bodies as strong as possible. So before we get started on all of that, though, can we, we want to know a little bit about you. Who's Joe and what got you into natural medicine in the first place? So, you know, I've always been interested in science and biology. And way back when um, I was going to be in research in genetics, that's really what I wanted to do. And then I ended up being a mom. And um, that passion never left. And when my kids grew up and they had their own issues, I started really thinking, you know, there's got to be more than just the scripts that I'm getting from the doctor to just take care of these things as they come up. Um, and I was introduced to um, just natural options and, and everything just kind of gelled for me, it kind of resonated. And as I raised kids, I realized I finally know what I want to be when I grow up. I want to help people with their health. Um, so I went to IIN, just like you finished, but I did that seven or eight years ago. Um, I hit some of my own health challenges. I thought I had it all together. I thought my gut was great. I thought my adrenals were strong. Um, but then life happened and I had, you know, we all have those years that are just such a struggle, like, you know, 2020, right? I mean, come on, you know, so, um, but I hit that year a few years back and functional medicine then became the thing that brought it all together for me. So I went back to school, I became a functional medicine practitioner. Um, still not a doctor, still not a doctor. I did not want to go down that path. I didn't want to label and hand pieces of paper out to people. That was not where I wanted to be. I wanted to help people really get down to the root of what is causing their dis-ease, right? Um, and I wanted to let people know that we have everything inside of us to be truly amazingly healthy. And that's what I'm about in the world. Let's get down to brass tacks and figure out what makes us well. Um, I'm reading this book um, and the statistics are alarming. Um, one out of a hundred people are really truly have that amazing abundant health. Everybody else is struggling mm -hmm. in some and way, what's, shape, or form. What's really, I, what I love about functional medicine is that it really gets down to the root part of things, right? Mm -hmm. and, and what's amazing is 
all those people are struggling and we're all unique and at IIN we talk about bioindividuality and how we are all unique people and we need to express that and and understand that we're different than everybody else so we need to do what's best for us but at the root bar when you get down to the functional medicine part of things so many of the problems are caused by the same things for most of us and so if we get back to the basics eating yeah. healthy you know, yep. keeping our bodies active, getting enough sleep, dealing with our emotions and our stress that are come up in our life. We all are going to have stress. You're never going to get rid of stress. And 2020 certainly showed us all our, <laughs> our fair share of those kinds of things. <laughs> right? In a whole different way we didn't think was going to be possible. Right. Uh, right? But if we get back to that basic stuff and we start taking care of that, like you said, our bodies are so smart. You know, our bodies have been engineered you know for all these years to work incredibly efficiently but we as a society you know have put a lot of pressures on it that doesn't need to be there right and when yeah. we help relieve those pressures both external and internal and in thoughts yep. um that we do for ourselves right um we put our body under so much more pressure than it needs to be right well and you know we spent thousands of years in a society that didn't have um, the technology and all the stuff that we have now, right? I mean, all the things that we're being bombarded with, we're, you know, our culture has just bombarded us with things that our bodies were never meant to handle. So now we're, we're playing catch up. We're playing that catch up game with the stress and the toxins and, you know, um, all these things that are evolving right along with us, right? All these pathogens that we're being, that we're dealing with, especially in 2020, right? So we don't want to like, um, you know, as not doctors, right? We are constrained as to what we can say. And I've always dealt with the host and, you know, that's us as individuals rather than whatever we're dealing with. Whatever we're dealing with, we're dealing with. Um, it's, it's how do we make ourselves as an individual strong and able to withstand whatever's thrown at us. Um, and what the statistics show is that, you know, three out of a hundred of us do it okay. 97 of us are really struggling and one of us is doing it really well. Yeah. So how do we be part of those three? And ultimately, how do we be that one how do you know. we be in that 3%, not the yeah. 97%, yeah. right? And what gets us there in the first place? Why are we struggling so much for right. something that should be so basic? Right. Yep. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. So I have some slides to share. Are we ready? You bet. We'll so hop right see. in? Yeah. All right. So let me share my screen. We practiced this before, so let's make sure I've got it. There we go. We good. When I talk about the immune system, it's all about tolerance. Um, you know, how much can we tolerate? How much can we throw at our bodies before things just start to break down? And how do we maintain that balanced and resilient immune response that we all need? Um, so why are we struggling? What is it about um, our world that makes it so hard? Um, you know, we walk around stressed toxic, inflamed, um, we carry around chronic infections, we have, we're malnourished, we're not rested, but yet 
We do all that stuff and we expect to be thriving, to grow, to be able to reproduce, be thin, feel well, eat whatever we want, poop every day, have great sex. It, it doesn't compute. We, we, we have this, this dichotomy where, you know, we're trying to do these things, but we're putting our bodies in an environment where they can't possibly have, yeah. have it all. Our expectations um, are so high for what? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's just, there's, there's a mismatch here. So when we come down to brass tacks and we say it's simple, it really is. It comes down to three things. It comes down to what we're putting in our bodies. How are we fueling our bodies? What are we feeding them? So what is that, that, you know, what's that food component? How are we handling the stress? Um, the stress isn't going to change, but how can we reframe it? How can we um, do things to minimize that and then just that toxic burden um the environments that we're living in the things that are being thrown at us um you know some of it is unavoidable but there's a lot of things we can do to to take care of those things so yeah, yeah. you know our immune right system now, right? like this i'm year, sorry and, and right now this year the toxins are that are out of our control or outside of our home are so much higher than even normal right right how, how can we help our body to to filter those out the way it needs to and keep us healthy? Right. So our immune system is basically made to react. Um, but when we bombard it with the mixed signals, it can't do that intelligently. Um, you know, as moms, right? When all the kids are yelling at us and the dog and the phone's ringing, all of a sudden we, we become idiots, right? We're like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> 10 minutes ago we were on top of the world and we were handling life and then all of a sudden we get too much thrown at us and things start to short circuit and it's no different for our immune system so you know the majority of us are we're eating you know pardon the language we're eating crap food it's modified it's irradiated it's processed it's loaded with chemicals because it's got to sit on the shelf until we go pick it up um you know so we're, our bodies aren't recognizing the things that we're taking in as, as nourishment. Um, so we've got to really look at what we're putting into our bodies. Um, you know, stress really has an effect. It's not just, you know, the stress of, you know, I don't know, getting in a car accident and having to deal with that or um, fighting with your kids or, you know, whatever whatever gets thrown at us, stress affects our hormones. It affects the immune balance. Um, too much stress and things go haywire and we end up just inflamed in a lot of different ways. So if we keep internalizing that stress, our body's gonna react to that. Um, and then the toxins, and they come at us from so many different places. Um, you know, are we drinking really good, clean water? You know, so many people I talk to go, yeah, we're drinking water, you know, but are they really? Or is it some canned, bottled, whatever, flavored, carbonated form of water? Is it really good, clean water that our bodies can actually take in? Um, and then are we cleaning it too much? Because some people are doing that, you know, they're drinking, you know, well, they're so hyper-focused, they're drinking distilled water, which is leaching minerals out of their body, which still isn't, you know, that's not good either. Exactly. Um, the air we're breathing, um, not just, you know, outside pollution, but what are the pollutants that we have in our homes that are off-gassing from our carpets, from our furniture, from our cleaning products, from all that, all that. Um, so are we 
are we getting you know good clean air uh, the food again sometimes it's things that we're injecting into our bodies and the medications we're taking and the things we're slathering on our bodies that we think you know are making us pretty and are actually making us sick um, so there's a lot that our immune system has to deal with on a daily basis and you know we've, we can throw all the statistics around I'm sure we've heard them you know how many toxins women slather on their bodies on a daily basis um, but those are all giving our bodies things that they need to react to um, so how do we get to the place where we have a healthy immune response um, the body's supposed to detect and defend um, all those things that we're throwing at it it's got to decide is this a threat um, is it stranger is it danger what's going on here um, it's internally regulated um, it works to the immune system also works to restore and repair damage so when you have an injury or an infection you know stuff happens things get damaged and the immune system is what goes in there um, it mounts the immune the inflammatory response so if you bump your knee it's going to swell, right? It's going to bruise. It's going to get red. It does all those things. And it's kind of like um, cocooning that spot of damage. And the inflammation is there to say, hey, don't touch me again. Don't do that again. Leave me alone. I need to fix this. And then what should happen is that should go down, right? After, after you, you know, a few days later, the bruise turns yellow and then it disappears and everything functions normally. Um, and that's what the immune system is meant to do. Um, most of it isn't, you know, some of it's inherited, you know, some of what happens in your body is inherited, but the environment is really what controls it. So that's when I say, you know, what are we throwing at our body? What, what kinds of things does the immune system have to deal with? Because the environment you put your body in is what is going to control that. Right. And, and they often, should... functional medicine often talks about that, right? How the environment yeah. is what turns on the triggers um, or yeah. the inherited part of it, right? And it's, yes, it's there, but it's your environment and how you deal with your environment that often yeah. turns on that or not turns on that. So right. that's why us, you know, siblings have the same genetic code more or less, right? But yeah. one sibling could get, you know, ill an illness and the other one couldn't, even though it's in both of their families and they yeah. both inherited that, right? It's, it's environmental things that can turn that on or or not yeah and and genetics is near and dear to my heart i love genetics and um from when i went to school for it till now you know we know there's epigenetic switches right and what we eat what we expose ourselves to all those things turn those on and off and you can see pictures of twins that lived totally different lives and have ended up i mean one looks 20 years older than the other because this one smoked drank you know, yeah. ate crud food and this one ended up, you know, eating well and taking care of their stress and had a happy relationship and had all these things and, and did things differently and they look totally different. So your immune system should be tolerant. It should not respond to self. Um, it should be happy to have like the good microbiome should be there and it should tolerate you know all those good bacteria um it should tolerate the foods you eat and the environment you put it in so and i think that gives a lot of um for me i know when i first started learning about that it gave me a lot more hope to real too right like so dementia might run in my family but that doesn't mean that it will that i will get it and i'm not lack of power i have a lot of power in the situation in that i get to control 
what uh, environment I put my body into, right? And so right. I, I can feel better knowing I have more control over my situation. Yeah, I mean, it totally puts that power back in the host. Exactly. Um, you don't have to be, you're in control. And a lot of what I do in functional medicine is putting you back in that driver's seat for your health. Um, you know, we, and all the things that we take advantage of, um, the supplements, the oils, the herbs, um, the exercise, the practitioners we use, they're all on the journey with us, but they're, they're in, on our bus. Yeah. We're in the driver's we're seat. Driving. Yeah. Um, we're driving that bus and we choose what we're going to use to get us down that journey, down that path. And my goal as a functional medicine health coach is to teach people how their bodies work so they can make those choices and invite the right things onto that bus. So when you have an immune response, either to an antigen or a pathogen, um, there's things, your body is made to deal with this. You have um, the tears in your eyes that help have part in the immune system. You have the cilia that lines your respiratory tract, the mucus it produces, um, the stomach acid. So when you eat something, that acid should protect you. Um, the different microbes in your gut, you know, there's good guys in there that make sure the bad guys don't stick around. You know, that police force that you have in your gut. Um, most people don't realize that most of your immune response, most of the things you take in come through your mouth, through your digestive tract. So 80% of what your immune system is tolerating or not tolerating, that happens in the gut. Um, and if your gut's not right, then your immune system isn't gonna be right. So there's a lot that happens in the gut. Um, your skin is the physical barrier, but there's microbes living on your skin. It's a physical barrier and it's all, it also has that. Um, and then, you know, your urinary tract is getting rid of things and, you know, there's everything. Um, so no matter what gets thrown at you, the toxins, the viruses, the bacteria, the chemicals, um, yeast, parasites, whatever it is, your body has everything it needs to respond appropriately to your environment and what you throw at it. Um, yeah, and that's a really good point, Joe, because um, I really popular term right now we hear it going everywhere is microbiome right and and yeah. usually when we talk about the microbiome we're talking about the, the microbiome in our digestive tract but mm -hmm. um you know commercials are setting up and they're even telling us about our microbiome on our skin right and so we're which is good because it's bringing it's us everywhere it, we're, we're starting to understand that we have a microbiome and everywhere we have it in our eyes and our mouth and our you know our vaginal tract like everywhere mm -hmm. right everywhere yeah. in our body has its own little microbiome its own little environment of the of good and bad well i hate saying bad but different types of microbes and they all yeah. play a part they you know, all do and need people all are really shocked we just need the right balance when right? i tell them if you were to take every cell human and not in your body and then measure human dna versus foreign dna mm -hmm. you're mostly foreign dna yeah, there's more foreign DNA in your body at any given time than human DNA. Um, we live in a relationship with all of the microbes. And, and that's why I said it's more about the host than it is about any pathogen out there. And those things are our friends. And even when we do fall ill, there's a job 
that those things are doing to bring things back into balance. And it's not, it's about tolerance. It's about resilience. It's about, can our body keep the balance? And it's when we tip it too far in one direction that we end up with illness or disease and we get labeled. Um, so there's a lot of different parts. I don't want to get into a science lesson here, but I think it's important for people to understand, especially in um, with what we're dealing with right now, how the immune system does its job. Um, and everybody knows there's white blood cells, but you know it's not just one white blood cell. There's monocytes. You know all these um, blood cells that you're seeing on the screen now. There's a ton of different bl white blood cells. So your immune system is basically broken into two parts the innate immune system which is fast and broad acting it's kind of like the foot soldiers um, they're not specialized forces um, they react quickly and um, they react to whatever threat is out there and usually for most people you know that's what happens when you go out in public when you're out you're shaking hands you're doing all the things that we do on a normal basis something comes in that's not quite right the innate immune system boom boom handles it and we don't even know we don't even know. We're, we're totally unaware that it's even happening. Um, if something does start to take a hold, takes a foothold, then it triggers the adaptive immune system. The, it, it's, it was too smart, too much, too whatever. Maybe the innate immune system, something's happened and um, you know, it wasn't quite up to task. So then the adaptive immune system goes in. It's a slower response. It, it doesn't, it, it's not the first line of defense. It's the second, more specialized forces. It's more targeted. Um, so something comes in the innate immune system. It doesn't care what it is. It doesn't label it. It doesn't care. The adaptive immune system takes a little bit of time and says, hey, what is this thing? You know, is it a virus? Is it a bacteria? Is it a toxin? What is it? How do I get rid of it? it it's more, you know, it, it pays attention a little bit more. When the adaptive immune system goes off, then it decides, well, do I need an antibody for this or can I just use a T cell and take care of this? A lot of times both work in conjunction, but depending on the person, sometimes you'll get an antibody response. Sometimes you won't. Sometimes the T cells will handle it. Um, so that's why in today's day and age, we're doing all this testing and people go, well, my test was negative or my test was positive. Well, what's it testing for? If your innate immune system took care of it, nothing's you, the test isn't going to come up. Um, if T cells handled it, you're not going to get a positive antibody test. Um, you know, and this is why in the research people are going, well, you know, the antibody response for this is low, so we don't know if we can come up with something to take care of it. This is why. And then the whole system is controlled by the cytokines. Those are the messenger molecules. That's the guy that's saying, hey, innate immune system, we need help. Call the adaptive immune system. You know, and those are the messenger molecules. Um, so it's, this is a really incredibly simplified form. Um, I've been studying the immune system in depth for over a year now, and I'm still just scratching the surface on all the different parts and how they all feed back. So, yeah. Um, well, and there's just so much to, to learn, right? But this is really great. Thank you so much for this show because it really just, you know, gives us a, a basic idea of what we're dealing with and understanding it a little bit better, right? And the more we understand yeah. how our body works, 
um, the more control we feel, I feel, or I feel anyway, the more I understand yeah. how my body works, I feel more in control of the, of the situations because then I can use my own um, intelligence to decide whether or not something sounds like it really makes sense when you hear something. Right. Well, that's the thing, right? Us, right? Yeah, the biggest thing, and we'll talk about this in one of my other slides, um, the minute our body, our brains are confused and we don't understand and we get ourselves in this place where fear sets in, you, this whole thing gets shut down. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, there's a, there's an emergency break that happens in the immune system when we are in that place of like, what do you mean we're not going to mount an antibody response? That means we're going to die. Well, no, that means your innate immune system and your T cells are doing their job. There's so many layers to the immune system and it's not just one thing. It's lots of parts working together. Um, and then, you know, there's all those good bacteria that aren't even a part of this that are doing their job saying, hey, you, I don't like you, get off the playground. Yeah, you know? get out of the pool. <laughs> yeah, get out of the pool, you don't belong here. Um, you know, so it's, it's, it's an amazing, amazing um, bunch of things. And there's so much we can do on a daily basis to make this function. And that's what I want to get into. Um, but what can go wrong, right? I mean, we all know if you have a dysregulated or imbalanced immune system, um, there's people that have autoimmunity. Um, your react, there's too much. The immune system is doing, you know, it's kind of on overdrive and it wasn't able to shut down and now it's reacting to self. Um, there's intestinal permeability. Um, so if that gut is damaged to the point, the inflammation in the gut is to the point that you are absorbing things that aren't fully digested. Maybe it's some of those pieces of those bad guys that, um, you know, the good guys have kicked them off the playground and they're, you know, have taken care of that for you, that battle. But there's there's fallout, right? If there's a war, there's there's collateral damage. There's stuff that happens. Um, and some of those pieces then get taken in, then you're reacting to bits and pieces. Um, there's excess inflammation because there isn't that regulation. Um, if your body gets stuck on the inflammatory cycle and doesn't shut that down when it's done, um, low cortisol, there's no internal regulation. Cortisol is a big thing. Um, your the stress response can go off but eventually your body it's like the boy who cried wolf right your body goes i'm done i can't i can't go any further and then you have no you've lost that internal regulation switch um sometimes things come in that look a lot like what's supposed to be there and yeah. then you get it's confused right um we've we've put a lot of fake stuff in you know that kind of sort of looks like it smells like vanilla but it's not really vanilla or it tastes like strawberry but it's just strawberry flavored um you know so we we do a lot of things that are almost natural but aren't and our immune systems really get confused and then there's nutrient driven immune deficiency if you can't make the cytokines if you can't repair if you don't have the basic raw materials because you're eating crap food, how do you expect anything to function? Um, yeah, so it really exactly. comes back to 
And it, as if yeah. we were, if we were building a house and we didn't have any two by fours, or we wouldn't get very far, right? Like, no, but we expect right. our immune system and our body to function without giving it the basic tools that it needs. Right, right. You know, and then we end up inflamed. You know, whatever that inflammation is. I mean, and, and inflamed doesn't necessarily mean like, oh my gosh, my body aches. I'm so swollen. You know, like it doesn't mean that. It just means you know, it could be inflammation in your gut. You don't even feel Yes. like you don't even know it's there. Um, yeah, very good. So point. inflammation is a huge, broad definition, but what happens is we end up because of all the things we do, we end up with an immune system that's always at some level of inflammation. So then when we actually need to mount an immune response, instead of being at baseline down here, inflammation means you're not tolerant inflammation means there's collateral damage so if you're chronically inflamed there's damage already there's low level damage already so those two by fours have being are being eaten away and you don't even know it mm -hmm. until the moment it collapses so when a threat comes in like has happened this year a lot of us that have had this inflammatory process go on in whatever organ system now all of a sudden we're already halfway to exploding and yep. it doesn't take much to push us over the threshold and i think that we don't realize um or at least you know for me and my story um i didn't realize how you know ill i was until i wasn't ill anymore i didn't realize how inflamed my body was until i wasn't inflamed um in in i had lost 50 pounds very um within a few months and then um i didn't i I um, have some before, during, after picture that I, I often share with people. Yeah. And I lost 50 pounds. And then in the middle picture, I still weigh the same amount as I do at the end, like within two pounds of each other. But it looks like a completely different body. Like it is unbelievable. And I did start doing a little bit of working out, but mostly that was inflammation. It was, yeah. I found a particular food that was causing a lot of my inflammation that I hadn't. Gluten was a big one that I took out many years ago, but I didn't realize that the potatoes were causing that. And when I got rid of potatoes and, and all grains for a while to let my body reset and heal itself, yeah. like it's massively different. And even yeah. after all this five years of this, I thought I had the inflammation, you know, under control. And then I did a cleanse this spring and I never, I could not believe how flat my belly was. Well, it wasn't that I drastically lost a pile of weight that made my belly flat in that short period of time it was because whatever I was eating that was causing the inflammation, I was not eating now, right? Yep. So the key thing, of course, is what was that, right? And how, yeah. and finding that so that I'm not always in that state of inflammation. My body's not always in that um, stressed, that response, that going to war, you know, attitude all the time because it's putting too much strain and stress on the rest of my body. Right, right. And you can get yourself, you know, I have the same, you know, similar, you know, story with, you know, what is causing that reaction, that hyper reaction. Um, mine came out on my skin, you know, and I was breaking out in hives. So, you know, I had to figure out real quick what it was. And it gets to a point, you know, where you're so inflamed and that process, you know, that fire is raging so much. It doesn't matter what you add to the fire. It's consumed. Yeah. Right. Whereas if you just, you know, if you get that inflammation down to barely anything, you can throw a lot on that fire and nothing's going to happen. You know, so it's that level of inflammation that 
is how, you know, how, um, it's the word I'm looking for, how inflammatory, you know, how much reaction there's going to be, how quickly that's going to cause more damage. Um, so yeah. And, and the problem that we have in modern societies, how are we responding to this? Right? What do you do when that happens? You know, I was given some pieces of paper and I could have just taken the pieces of paper and gone and gotten those filled and been doing that for the rest of my life. But I knew that wasn't going to get to the root cause. I knew that was just going to throw water on my fire, but it was just going to smolder. And it was, you know, like it was still there. The damage was still happening underneath. That simmering inflammation was still there. At any moment, if I didn't, if I turned off the hose, it would pop up again. I never got rid of that smoldering inflammation if I was just going to squelch it from the top. What I had to do is go underneath and find out what was causing it. So, you know, do we pop a pill and ignore it? Or do we keep going, you know, and ignore it? Or do we actually stop, rest, assess, figure out what's at the base of this? What's causing this? Mm -hmm. um, and that's what I chose to do. And that's what functional medicine really is poised to do. And, to and not that, that not, you know, not to say that taking a pill is not appropriate at times. So sometimes. Oh, no. Sometimes the fire is so huge. You need that triage. We need a little don't help. stop there. Get the fire down so the whole house doesn't burn. Yeah. But realize you still have coals. Yeah. And then we need. And to you can either get those coals out, put on your gloves, dig that stuff out, get that crap out of there. Or you can just, you know, I mean, keep the hose on for the rest of your life. And, yeah. you know, the damage is still happening. Absolutely. You know, so, so what can you do to maintain immunity? Um, and we go right back to the same three things, right? You've got to look at your food. Is it providing you the nutrients you need? Um, if you look at food back in 1975 and food today, organic food versus, I mean, even conventional food versus today versus 1975, the amount of nutrients in our food supply has been drastically reduced, drastically. So you could be going to the store, you can be eating your vegetables, you can be doing all the right things and still be nutrient deficient. Which yeah, is just and this so... is just a simple answer, a or simple response, right? The reason for that is so many different reasons, right? Yes. It, it's yes. so it's just it's the food. You do a webinar on just that. Yeah, like it's and the, the I can talk system. for three hours on yeah. why getting really great locally grown organic food. And the thing is, it's not any of the nutrients that you're going to, that you hear about in the news. It's all mm -hmm. these things that you, we don't even know they exist in such tiny, minute quantities that make exponentially different results. Including the microbiome in the soil. Right. Where the food yeah. is growing, right? Yeah. 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 Just, yeah. yeah. You know, and that's it. Is your food feeding or killing your microbiome? You know, I mean, if we eat an apple sprayed with 49 pesticides, what do you think's happening to the microbiome when you eat that apple? Mm -hmm. Or that chicken or that beef that got an antibiotic because it you know, needed to whatever, like, or the milk, right? Like, that's all in there. So whatever, and your microbiome is what is signaling 
building your immune system to tolerate you know, are we living in a safe world or are we living in a world where we are constantly bombarded with things we don't know what this is? Um, so, you know, you can end up with sensitivities or intolerances to your food because, you know, not because gluten is bad for you, but because everything that comes along with it, the fact that it's modified, it's sprayed, it's this, it's that, and, you know, and the gluten today isn't the gluten, you know, yeah, the wheat yeah. today is not the wheat that our forefathers grew. Um, it's, to it's a different animal. So we're not, so we end up with chronic inflammation that increases that, that point. Stress, are we rea resting or reacting? It's one or the other. So, you know, this is where I talk about if you're going into fight, flight, or freeze, if you're in that fear, you're in the mode. Um, I tell a story a lot about, you know, back in the day when we were, you know, nomads and we were living in tents or caves or whatever, you know, and you're walking through the woods, you know, we don't have steel-toed boots, right? So you step on something and it pokes through and you got, you know, some festering little infection in your toe, right? And there's some bug that got in there from the soil and, you know, you're, you've washed it and you've cleaned it um, and your body's fighting it off and it's doing just great. But tomorrow, we're out walking in the woods and a bear comes by. Well, that immediately your body goes, oh, I'm running from the bear. It shuts down your immune system because who cares about the infection in your toe when the eminent danger that you're in is this bear is gonna get me and maul me. I don't have to worry about the infection in my toe because I might not be here tomorrow. Yeah. But we live in a world where everything is that bear. We watch the news and there's the bear. We drive down the highway, there's the bear. We go to the grocery store and the, you know, whatever, and there's the bear, you know, and we're constantly in this stress mode and that's worse for our immune system than anything else because that's the kill switch to your immune system. It's gone, it's off. Yes, and I think you it's know? important for people to understand that, right? Because a lot of people yeah. just don't realize that this is happening all the time and so right. you know, it's about making some choices to in our lives in our daily right. basis right to, to get ourselves out of that all the time yeah like, not, so the not minute you know i tell people the biggest thing you can do right now in 2020 is not be stressed not feel unsafe not feel in fear and whatever it is that you need to do for that do it for you and 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 take care of you yeah, because that's the only person you can control. Um, so whatever that is, you know, it doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what makes me feel safe. It doesn't matter what keeps me not stressed. What matters for your immune system is what is going to make you be not in fight or flight because it's one or the other. Um, people don't realize that your nervous system, it's not, it's not a dimmer switch. You know, it's not a sliding scale. It's on or off. You're either in rest react, you know, rest mode where you're repairing and building and, you know, doing all the things to keep you strong or your fight, flight, freeze and your immune system is off. Yeah. Um, and then there's all those cytokines, right? Are they overreactive, underreactive? What are those signals actually promoting? Are they promoting um, repair or are they promoting inflammation? And then there's toxins. Every toxin you get, every time we have a chemical that our bodies aren't 
going to recognize it's going to trigger a reaction. That reaction triggers inflammation. Um, the toxins can actually go in and block function. Um, they can go in and um, mimic your own messengers and create chaos. So they themselves can trigger this reaction. Um, or they can go in and create that inflammation um, that causes loss of function, that you know causes the damage. Um, they might not directly be doing the damage, but they're triggering reactions that do it. So there's, you know, we really need to look at these things and say, what are our best choices? Um, so there's simple things when, um, when I work with people in functional medicine, I say, these, this is kind of how you have to think of things. Um, you have to maximize those things that are going to help. What are we doing well? Keep doing those things. Do more of them. Do it better. Um, what do you need more of? You know, maybe you realize that, well, I am buying vegetables, but yeah, I'm not buying organic ones, you know, so maybe I need to, you know, funnel, you know, 10, 20, 30 more bucks into the grocery budget so I can make good choices about my food. Um, and what are those things that I could be doing better? You know, what can I upgrade? What upgrades can I put in there? Um, minimize what you're doing that is blocking it. Maybe you are are, you know, hyperreactive and you're stressed and you're not handling that well and you need to figure that out. Um, maybe you can get rid of some of that boxed processed stuff in your closet and uh, in your pantry. You know, what, what do you have that's not serving you? Is there a mindset that you need to get rid of? And are you making your health a priority? Um, you know, are you taking it seriously? Have you decided that, you know, you really have more control over things in your life than you thought. I mean, I'm hoping that after, you know, sitting and listening to us, you know, jam on for however long, that you realize there's a lot of things you can do to take back control, that you don't need to sit around and wait for, you know, we're sitting in different countries, right? Mm -hmm. So there's, you know, we don't have to wait for our government to come up with a solution. There's a lot of things you can do individually right now for you, for your household, for your family to make this a priority and really change the trajectory that you're on um, so you end up with a better outcome and if you're not going to do it now you know at what point because as you have all those things slowly you know tipping that scale not in your favor you know it's harder and harder you know that teeter-totter how many things are you going to pile on the bad side Mm -hmm. All your health just gets worse, you know, the inflammation goes up and up and up and up and it takes, you know, you're not going to be able to take all those things off, you know, and a lot of times we do that. We make that drastic change and then we crash. Yes. Because there's so much, you know, your bodies are used to doing it one way and that's where in health coaching, um, we're really poised to help people do things in the right order so they don't crash and burn. So they do it sustainably yeah. and do it well. Absolutely. Um, because if I tell people it, most of the time, go ahead. If you try to do it so fast that it's putting you in that stress again, we just talked about how, you know, stress is the worst thing and turns off that immune system altogether. So yeah. if we're stressing about what we're going to eat, worrying, oh, am I doing this right? Or I'm doing that right? Or, oh, I, I should have been better. Well, if you're putting your, that stress on yourself constantly, that's not helping, right? No. You might be eating well, good, good food, but now you're... Now you're stressing so much. So you need to give yourself grace. You need to not be worried about perfectionism. And one step forward every day gets it better and better. Just make better and better choices all the time, right? right. And it doesn't have to happen overnight. 
No. And when our bodies aren't doing things well, you know, all those toxins we're exposed to, we store. And we store that in fat. Mm-hmm. You know, and if if your main goal is to lose weight, well, that's great. But, you know, part of your inflammation when you dropped your 50 pounds was the fact that you just released all those toxins you were storing into your body. Yeah. You know, and if you don't have a way to get them out, you know, and, and someone that can tell you, well, these are the things that help you through that process, you can end up sicker. And a lot of people start losing weight. They do some drastic change and they start down that road because, you know, in our society, right, it's all about how we look on the outside, right? I've met some really sick, skinny people. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I've had them in my practice and, you know, we're like, oh my gosh, she was so fit and so whatever. And she was so healthy. Why, why is she so sick? Well, you know, there's damage going on. And sometimes people with a little bit of cushion are actually healthier than the people who are skinny where those toxins are now damaging organs Yeah. instead of being stored in fat. Well, and we think of fat, we think of a belly fat or wherever we hold our fat. Some some women hold it in their thighs and stuff, you know, or wherever. But we also have fat around all of our vital organs. Our heart has fat, our brain is fat, our lungs have fat around them. There's fat around all of our organs to protect it. It's there for a purpose. But if we're, if it's all those toxins are storing in there right next to those vital organs, that can't be good for us, can it? Right? And well, no. And that's what I said. When you have that fat loss, if it doesn't have anywhere to go, if you're not excreting it out of the body somehow, then it goes and it damages those organs. And you, you know, and people feel like garbage. And then they're like, I'd rather be fat than feel like this. Yeah. You know, so you really need to understand that the body's not a dumb bucket. Um, every symptom is telling you something. And when you learn what those symptoms are telling you about your health, then you can get down to the root cause of why, and then you can fix it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so I like to tell people it's that education and that understanding. And when you have the education and you have the understanding and you know what's going on, then you can make better choices. Um, you know, and, and that's, that's what I really strive to do. And this is, this is a course that I'm going to be launching soon. It's not all together. Um, but I want to let people know that if you really are interested in optimizing your immune system, um, you need to harness that power. Your body's here to protect and serve you when you need it most. And if you are in a position like Yvonne or anyone else and you you know all these things, but you want to be able to share it, you want to be able to teach it, you want to learn for yourself, Um, That's what we're going to go through. All the stuff I talked about, we're going to learn to eat the right food for your body because what's right for you and what's right for me can be totally different. Yes. You know, I mean, potatoes might be bad for you, but for the next guy, it's their lifeblood, right? Yeah. Um, And people within your family. And that's that's often where people struggle, right? And that's what we can help them with. But, you know, because just because I can't eat potatoes doesn't mean my husband can't eat potatoes. Like he loves potatoes. Why would he not eat them? Right? Right. You know, right. and, and so it's, 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 yeah, you know what, it's a commitment. It's a commitment that our family has made, um, right, to make sure that we all are eating um, ultimately for ourselves. And so sometimes we have to prepare a little extra stuff 
right? A, a different vegetable. Usually our vegetables are the same, but I prepare a different starch. So Ron will yeah. make me a sweet potato and make potatoes for himself uh, yeah. or whatever, or some quinoa. Or, you yeah, know, they can bake right it. next to each other and be fine, right? Exactly. They don't care. <laughs> when it comes to preparing gluten, we can't compare that, you know, yeah. side by side. Uh, right. But most other things aren't really a problem. You can throw the sweet potato on one half of the baking sheet and the potatoes on the other ain't going to make no difference. Right. Right. Um, but um, but it's making sure that you both know what your body needs. Right. And then mm -hmm. and then helping each other to achieve yeah. that. And how do you figure that out? You know, there's 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 multiple different things you can do to try and get to the root cause. Mm -hmm. And depending on you know, time versus money versus effort, you know, everybody's going to land in a different place. You know, some people are just going to want to kind of do trial and error. Or somebody's going to want to spend the money and get the test. And, you know, those are the kinds of things that I say when I educate you, how do you get to the, how do you know what's good for you and what's not good for you? Yeah. You know, we yeah. can do a lot of trial and error. It can take a lot of time, but most people, um, going into the fall, going into cold and flu season, we want, we want optimal immunity now, <laughs> not next week. We want it. Now. Heck, we wanted it six months ago, right? I mean, like, come on. Um, you know, we need to sleep soundly. Melatonin plays a huge role in immunity. Huge. You know, and how does that work? Um, so how does our sleep affect our immune system? And how do we get that good sleep? And what does it mean when we're not sleeping well? What's wrong? What do we need to fix? Um, how do we handle what life throws at you? How do you get your immune system um, to not respond to that stress? How do we reframe that stress? How do we handle that stress? It's going to happen. Life happens, right? So how do we, how do we handle that? Um, how do we take the right supplements? I mean, I've got a laundry list of, I mean, if I turned my camera, I've got shelves, right? We got oils, I've got shelves, I've got this, I've got that. You know, what do we use to boost our immune system? Are we taking the right ones? Are we taking too many? I mean, you can go out and spend hundreds of dollars, mm -hmm. but you know, how do you optimally, when do you take them? How much, how do you know? All that stuff, there's, there's lots of studies. Um, you know, everybody's pounding D now, but are they thinking about the cofactors? Are they talking about A? Are we talking about K? Um, long-term vitamin D use can deplete magnesium. That's a whole nother host of problems. So are we taking things correctly? How do we know? Um, too much D is another problem. Right? Sometimes yeah. some vitamins and minerals we need in combination together yeah. in order for- So we're to gonna go through that. I'm gonna talk you through all the supplements and what you should do. Um, clean out the junk that's blocking your body. So what are those things that really you know, we're not going to be able to do a full house overhaul and a full food overhaul and a full whatever, but what are those main things that are blocking your body from working properly? And it might be different for you than me. Everybody's got different tolerance levels for different things, you know, and having that energy and inner balance. I mean, if we're not, if we're dragging through the day, you can rest assured your immune system's dragging too. Um, so, but most importantly, if you don't understand why, right? If you don't understand why, you're not going to do anything. You're just going to stay in that confused state and you're going to be stuck. And I don't want anyone stuck or confused. Yeah. Um, you know, I want you to become amazingly empowered and knowledgeable and, entrace, and embrace true wellness. Um, I think everyone can get to that 1%. You yes. know, we might not make some popular choices, you know, we're not, you know, um, well, and yeah. I think um, this came up on um, our interview with um, my interview with Stacy Tiggs um, as well. And that is that, you know, 
we often think of people that um, have this ultimate health that they're these hippie chicks, uh, right? Yeah. Or that they only eat green smoothies all day long and they never yeah. ever eat a you know, piece of chocolate cake or, or a glass of coffee. You have to give up all the things you love. But that's, but that's not what it's about, right? It's about balance. <laughs> it's right here. I mean, you know. It's understanding what that does, you know, so that we can make a proper educated empowered decision as to right. how much of that we're going to allow into our lives. Right? But are we upgrading our coffee? Because mm -hmm. coffee is one of the most heavily sprayed crops out there. And then you take that and you, you sip it all day long. Here's my glass of pesticides. Mm -hmm. Right? Or are you getting organic fair trade coffee? Are you grinding it yourself? You know, are you, are you, you know, because I upgraded my coffee a long time ago. I love my coffee, um, but I use it. There's a lot of good things in coffee. Um, there's a lot of phytonutrients, you know, it's bean juice. I mean, it's not, you know, there's a lot worse things out there. Um, you know, I'm not starting my day with a Mountain Dew, right? Yeah. You know, I'm getting nature's caffeine, you know, but upgrade your coffee. Right? I mean, if you're going to drink coffee, upgrade it. You're worth it. Dang it. You know? Yeah. Take the Folgers, kick it to the curb. Who knows what the heck was ground? I, I, I don't know what I heard. I don't know if it's true. It's one of those things, right? But I heard that, you know, when they grind the coffee on the big conveyor belts and put them in the big grinders, who the heck knows what else is ground up with the coffee? But, you know, they were like, it's allowable to have X number of bugs in there when they grind your coffee. So I would rather know that what I'm grinding is just beans. Yes. And I'm and having bean juice, not bean and bug juice. And I think, too, I know um, I'm, not a, I'm not a big coffee drinker, but I know that um, there's a coffee it can also um, beans. There can be a, a fungal um, that grows on coffee. So the closer mm -hmm. you buy it to where it was roasted, um, generally yeah. speaking, is better, right? Yeah. Because the roasting process takes care of that for us. Um, mm -hmm. So the closer you can buy it to where it was ground, um, you know, the better for you. And then you're helping your local economy out. And there's so many amazing um, roasters that use beautiful organic beans. Um, and, and you can have a lot of fun trying different things, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just one of those things. So I tell people, I'm like, just upgrade things one at a time. You know, I mean, what's it going to cost you a couple more bucks, a cup? I mean, plus, you know, I'd rather drink one cup of really good coffee than three cups of crappy coffee. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's just one of the things that I decided years ago that I was going to upgrade. I was going to become a coffee snob, you know? Um, so I, make my own, I grind it, you know, I do the whole thing, you know, and it's, it's just one of those things. So, so yeah, it's, it's all in the choices we make and learning why we should do them. So I'm just going to leave you last with the slide. Here's the landing page. Um, you can go there and put in your information and find out when it's happening. Um, if you let me know that you came through this webinar, I'll give Yvonne a nice code to share with all of her people. Um, but there's my Facebook page is True Wellness Western New York. My web, um, either one, truewellnesswesternnewyork.com or joecoburn.com is getting built out right now. Um, my email and my phone. Feel free to call me. Um, awesome. Yeah. And I'll put those links too in the, in the show notes area so people can just um, click on them. 
and yep. then you can you can get in on the waiting list for um, Joe's um, new program, the Optimum Immunity Program, and so that will be fantastic. I, I I really appreciate you going to the work of this. This this is something that we is new. That's why Joe um, has you know worked so hard at getting it ready because we just talked last week about this. And I said, you know, people need to learn more. Like, do you have a program that can teach them more? And and she went to all this work and it's going to be a fantastic program. I can't wait to to see everything that she includes in it. Um, and I thank you so much, Joe, for doing this and for, for being on the podcast um, today. Um, it's You have so much information that to share with us and hopefully we'll have you back another day as well because I know we could pick a topic and we could talk easily for an hour um, multiple times, right? So Yeah, we could. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to know when to stop sharing because you could just, I mean, I could take any slide and make it into a program. Like, it's just, there's so much information and um, it's, someone described it yesterday as like the fire hose, right? You just can't possibly take it all in. So that's why as health coaches, we are really good at listening to our clients and, you know, taking it and feeding it to them if it's just a drop at a time or if they can handle a bigger stream, like however, whatever it needs so that they're making steps forward and progress forward. So yeah, for sure. All right. Um, and Thank so you. Just, to, just to review to make sure. So one of the biggest things people can do right now is um, we wanna mark, monitor our stress levels and find ways to stop that process, yep. right? We wanna eat good food and lots of whole foods, lots of good fiber. Um, so that we can filter those things and our body can take care of the toxins that we're exposed to. You know, all these kind of things make a big difference. And just start today by making small choices and small changes in your life. Um, and talk to your family too. I know people, um, when they start making changes, quite often they overwhelm their spouse with mm -hmm. them, right? And talk to them and, and make sure they understand why you want to make these changes and that you want to make, um, you know, health changes for all of you right and um when you have their support it makes it a lot easier but when you just suddenly start changing all these things on them um then it makes it harder for them to really yeah. understand you get some pushback right yeah. <laughs> then it's harder yeah. yeah that's one of the things we talk about you know um even when i sign up a client i'm like what's your support system look like what's your you know because that's part of your environment i mean it can just become another stressor which isn't good mm -hmm. you know so make it fun um get everyone on board decide where you want to start, you know, and maybe you start and they come along later. Exactly. But, and if they know, don't jump on board, you know, don't let that discourage you, right? Just no. start making the changes that you need to do for you. And you might be surprised at um, how they will um, jump on board in, with time and giving them some time to adjust it all. I know my husband was not happy when I came home five years ago and told him I had to stop eating all sugar. Um, he, was, he was not happy at all. You mean I can't even put brown sugar in my barbecue sauce or my spice rub? I'm like, no, you can't do any of it. Yeah. And he was not happy. But within, you know, a few months and six months later, I mean, he had lost 50 pounds as well. And then it was pretty hard to deny the fact that, you know, he needed to make changes too, right? And, yeah. And I got the, the most, uh, uh, the, the neatest compliment yesterday. I was talking to a friend and her and um, we had accidentally run into her husband in a store in our community. And um, when he realized who I was, he had um, started talking to me about um, his mom's, his wife's um, situation and her health issue. Anyway, he had said, you wouldn't believe their skin, honey. <laughs> I 
that's this comment was about my husband yeah. and I, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, Out of everything else. Yeah. I had to, I had to laugh. I thought that was pretty funny, but, but it is right. It's, it's, you, yeah. when you say that healthy glow and you start to really see it, it, it starts to show up in all aspects um, of your life or right? your hair, your skin, your attitude, your posture. Um, it all will change when you start making changes. So. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, I, I don't see clients face to face a lot, especially now I do most of my work virtually. Um, but you can tell, I mean, there's things that you can see just looking at people. There's, you know, there's whole, um, Eastern medicine does a lot of that, you know, iridology and face reading and, you know, body composition and, you know, look at your tongue. Like there's a lot of clues just looking at people mm -hmm. as to what's going on inside. So a lot of times I can pinpoint things just because I know from looking at them, like, um, oh, we might want to work on your thyroid. Well, why do you say that? Well, <laughs> I can just tell. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, well, so, in yeah. an ideal world, um, I talk about this all the time, you know, in an ideal world, we would have our bus and we're driving our bus and we would have our m medical doctor who talks to our functional medicine doctor, you know, and our physiotherapist and maybe, maybe, uh, you know, if you need a, some, you know, emotional support, maybe you have somebody there that's helping you with that or massage therapist or there's all kinds of yeah. these amazing people that have these amazing gifts that can help us yeah. with different aspects of our health, right? And we really do need them all, uh, right? Yes, At do. times. And we might need more of one person right now and, and less of the other, right? In order to balance things off for ourselves. But when we find our immune system is balanced um, and we get those emotional part of, of the, the puzzle, we feel, start to fill that in and we start to appreciate and understand how our emotions play a part in our immunity and on our health in general, um, then we can be in control and we can be that bus driver and we can control where we take it. Right. Well, those emotions, you know, coming from my background in biochemistry, every emotion is a chemical. Like, you know, there's a, there's a chemistry when you feel X, Y, Z, it's because your body is releasing something that's, I mean, triggering the tears, triggering the feeling, you know, doing whatever it is, making you take that deep breath or that sigh or whatever. It's all, it's all controlled with chemicals, right? Yeah. So the emotions have a huge effect on your health. And I, I needed to learn that. I mean, my skin needed to guide me. Um, that was one of the things. So, but it's all connected. You know, you can't do just one thing or the other. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. And if that's the thing is we start to understand that there's a connection and then we can just work on the whole, the whole system. Right. And that's yeah. what functional medicine does is it helps us work on the whole system at the same time. So. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Thanks for joining me. I really appreciate it. Um, and like I said, we'll put up um, Joe's links in the, um, in the show notes for you so that you um, can just click on it and know how to get a hold of her if you want to. Thanks right. again, Joe. Yep. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, one of the things that really strikes me um, from Joe's conversation is your body is not a dump bucket. And that is such a fantastic analogy. I think that was absolutely fantastic. Everything we put in our body has an effect on our health. So are we feeding those microbiome or are we killing them? So every little choice that we make affects the microbiome in our digestive system and in our entire body. So try your best to make healthier choices every single day and start to eliminate some of the toxins and exposures. And toxins 
Um, we often think of them as being the chemical toxins, which is absolutely true. But remember, toxic thoughts are toxins too. So surround your, yourself with people who bring you up and inspire you to be better every single day. And if they're not, then maybe it's time to, as we call it in the development, uh, self-development world, edit our circles. And that doesn't mean that you have to get rid of those people from your lives, but maybe you want to reduce your exposure to them. It's just like right now over this whole 2020, a lot of people have stopped um, going on social media and listening to the news because they just can't stand the negativity all of the time. And that is a really great point. And if that is you, then maybe that is a good idea for you, right? Find a balance in your life so that you're not completely surrounded by all this negative uh, information that brings on fear. Because like, as Joe said, fear turns off our immune system. So find whatever works for you and whatever takes the stress and the fear out of your life is probably a really good idea for you. Thanks for joining us today. Have an amazing day. And remember tomorrow as part of Super Launch Week, we have another video for you with Stacey Tiggs, who we are talking about anxiety. So join me tomorrow. I look forward to seeing you. Have an amazing day. Remember to join us at yvonneking.ca slash podcast to find all the information about how to connect with today's guests, as well as our show notes. And if you are listening on the podcast, you will find the YouTube link and vice versa. If you're listening to it on YouTube, you will find the podcast link so you can make it easy for you to watch it in whichever format you prefer and as well to share with anybody you think might benefit from this information. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and we'll see you next week. It is a busy week here on the podcast with Super Launch Week, but it's also a really busy week in my Facebook group. If you're not a member of the group yet, please go and look it up and ask to join. We are happy to have you. The group's name is called Follow Your Gut, Protect Your Gut, and Look for the Root Cause of Your Health. This week, we are doing a pantry renovation challenge. So every day I jump in, give a short little lesson and a challenge for you. Uh, at the end of the week, we hope you will have your pantry all cleaned out, remove the foods that are expired and the foods that you know you really shouldn't be eating. It's so much easier to stick to a program if you don't have that temptation teasing you all the time from your pantry. So maybe it's better idea to just get it out of the house altogether. If it's not in the house, then you won't eat it. At eight o'clock at night, you ain't going to go running uptown to go buy yourself a bag of chips. But if it's downstairs in the pantry, you just might cave and go and do it. So we'll also learn about how to read food labels and do make good, better, best type decisions where Mm, you know, it's hard to make changes, uh, but if we can make small changes every day, then we will probably have a better success and a more lasting success than if we just go cold turkey on everything. Everybody's different. Some people do amazing at cold turkey, um, but most of us don't. And so how can we make good choices every day to help make better health for us overall? 
going to be a fantastic week. Come ahead and join us for that. Click on the links and then um, get your workbook downloaded so that we can start with that on Monday the 6th. And if you, um, if you are listening to this after the 6th, that's okay. You can catch up. It's not that difficult. So just uh, send me a message and we'll get you added to the group so you can be part of the pantry. 